Let's begin our meditation. Please find your comfortable position. Sit comfortably. Keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently Close your eyes. Now bring your attention to your body. Take a few long breaths and relax your whole body. Relax your head, neck, Shoulders, lift arm, right arm, your chest, stomach, up of the left leg, low of the left leg, up of the right leg, low of the right leg. Relax your muscles. Relax your mind, relax, relax, relax. It is a beautiful day today. Sun is out, getting warmer, but we all are here to practice something good in ourselves. This is not easy practice, so difficult, today we are going to learn about ourselves, we are going to inner world and trying to see what's going on there. We are using word for that. Ehi pasik, come and see. And understand, you all are here to lose something you are here to lose your anger, your greedy, your attachment, your hatred. You are not here to gain something or achieve something. Just make a commitment to yourself. I'm practicing meditation today because of I want to lose something. And now make a little smile on your face. Then you can feel you are happy. It is so important to have very tiny smile on your face and experience that happiness and relaxation. You are so happy. 
Now wish to yourself, May I be well, May I be happy, May I be peaceful, May I be well, May I be happy, May I be peaceful. Understand the meaning of each word deeply and clearly. Repeat them to yourself. Well, happy and peaceful. Now imagine your family, your friends, parent, husband, wife, children, brothers, sisters, your girlfriend, boyfriend, best friend, co-workers, neighbors, who are close to you. Who far from to you? Bless to them. May my family be well, be happy, be peaceful. May they be well, may they be happy, may they be peaceful. <coughs> <coughs>
If you have any difficult people, annoying people in your life, imagine them individually. Nobody perfect in the world. Everybody makes mistake, problem. We are practicing unconditional love. Just focus on your difficult people and bless to them kindly. May my difficult people be well, be happy, be peaceful. May they be well, may they be happy. May they be peaceful. May all living beings, human, non-human, nature of the environment, be well, be happy, be peaceful.
Now slowly turn your attention to your breaths. Take a few long breaths and understand your breathing process. Mindfully observe each breath. Also you can change your position any time. Do it mindfully and slowly. Now you are focused focusing on your natural breaths usually we are breathing always we are not focused on our breaths but now we are going to see our breaths very closely breathe in mindfully breathe out mindfully <clears throat> breathe in mindfully breathe out mindfully You are not controlling your breathing. Send your attention to the tip of your nose. Not belly or chest. just on the tip of your nose Thought sensations, feelings are coming and going. You are not attaching them. You are not pushing them away. You understand the nature of the mind. It is always producing thoughts.
Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Now take a few minutes to see your inner world. There are two options that we all have to know. We all have two minds. Now look at your good mind, wholesome mind, peaceful mind. When you see your look, when you see your good mind, wholesome mind, there are so many good thoughts in there. Compassion, loving kindness, generosity. Just pick up one with one which one is strong in your good mind. It could be generosity. It could be loving-kindness, compassion. Keep it up. Try to develop it little by little, day by day. If you can see your good mind, don't worry, you have another mind. We call unwholesome mind. Now you can see your unwholesome mind. When you see it, there are so many thoughts in there. Anger, jealousy, ego, worry. Thousand of thousand unwholesome thoughts and pick up one which one is strong in your unwholesome mind it could be anger jealousy ego hatred greedy try to eradicate it move it then Automatically, your good minds come up. These are the two options that we all have to know. When we practice meditation, we have to investigate our two kinds of mind. You have that ability to fix your problems, weaknesses, and same time you have some capacity to practice some good deeds in yourself. Please bring your hands together in front of your heart. 
make a strong determination to practice this meditation every day at least 2 3 minutes may peace be with you may all living beings be well happy and peaceful thank you very much slowly open your eyes <coughs> Okay, please chant together, page number four. Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa बुद्धं शरणं गच्छामि दम्मं शरणं गच्छामि Dutiyampi dhammam saranam gachami Dutiyampi sangham saranam Tatiyampi buddham saranam gachami Tathiyampi dhammam saranam gachami Tathiyampi sangham saranam gachami Anichavatha sankhara Uphadvayadamino Uphajitva nirujjhanti Tesang upasamo Sabbe satta avirahuntu Sabbe Sattha Abhyapajhahuntu Sabbe Sattha Anighahahuntu Sabbe Sattha Sukhiyatthanampari Mano Pubhangamadhamma Mano Sitha Mano Maya Manasache Paduthena Basathivahakaroti Tato nang dukkha man veti Chakham vahato padam Mano pubhangama dhamma Mano sitha manumaya Manasache pasannena Basati vakaroti Tato nang sukha manveti 
My wish. Good morning everyone. <laughs> so how are you today? So thank you so much for being here in the morning. It is very beautiful day today outside. <laughs> Summer is coming and we are we all are excited, right? <laughs> we need some warm weather. <laughs> and uh, so be patient. <laughs> it is coming soon <laughs> and enjoy your present moment. So, I have a question for you. How do you describe the word Dukkha? Dukkha. Dukkha means suffering. suffering. Yeah. How do, how do you describe that word, suffering? We are so family, right? We are so engaged this word. I think you have so many ideas about this word, suffering. Pain. Yes, please. Okay. <coughs> okay, thank you. Despair. Sorry? Sorrow. <coughs> okay. But, yeah, frustration. Uh huh. Mm hmm. <coughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> and uh, one day, uh, you know, a branch of monks came to the Buddha. And they came to the Buddha and they asked Buddha, Dear Buddha, you have done so many Dhamma talk about suffering, but still we are so confused, we are so curious. Please teach us very simply about suffering. Then Buddha said, okay, just imagine a person who has a wound, his, you know, left arm, on his left arm. Now you can imagine yourself, you have a wound or rash on your left arm. It is itching. All the time it is itching. When it is itching, what you do? You are scratching. <laughs> then feel? Awesome, right? <laughs> feel good, right? You feel awesome. You are so happy about that. You really enjoy that feelings. Then you are getting tired. Then what to do? You are taking your hands. 
right hand from it. Then what happened again? It's just same time it is painful. Then what what to do? Again you are scratching. Then feel good again, right? <laughs> then after voyage, sometimes it is bleeding, right? So that is we call suffering. We are really enjoy our suffer. Do we? Yes, of course, we all are enjoying our suffering. Right? I usually ask this question to people. Can you, can you laugh same joke and again and again? Can you laugh at same joke again and again? Can you? It's different. <laughs> and you are getting tired. Yeah. But not, you are not, you are not laughing at same joke every day, right? Sometimes. But we are crying, we are getting upset, worries at same situation again and again. Thinking about our past memories or thinking of, about our loved one who passed away in our life. We are crying, we are getting upset again and again. So that's why I tell to people, we are really enjoy our suffering, right? We are scratching our wound again and again. We are really enjoy that feelings. So there are five um, things always make our wound in our mind. Just five, okay? Just five. Today I'm going to teach you how do we get wound in our mind, okay? First one we call desire. In Pali we call karma chanda, desire. And uh, another another word we can use, you know, attachment, clinging, like that. So desire is a very strong thoughts that we all have in our mind. It is can, you know, wound in our mind all the time. Then we are scratching it. We don't know it is wound. It is, you know, desire. So, <clears throat> desire is one of very strong uh, wound that, that I told you. So, I have ex example, I have a story. How can I uh, ex experience or how can I um, describe this word desire? When I was Sri Lanka, I had to learn four languages. Sanskrit, Pali, my language we call Sinhalese, and also English. I didn't like English anymore at that time. So, yeah. So, in Sanskrit language, it has beautiful books. Very beautiful books. All the, some books has wonderful stories. After all stories, we have a lesson. We have a lesson. I can remember one of a story about a monkey. <laughs> monkey. <clears throat> there are a bunch of monkey. They are so they 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 were so happy. One day they came to a jungle. They are running around, jumping, and uh, following other people, and. Uh, making trouble to them. <laughs> you know, monkeys, exactly mon like monks. <laughs> so, these monkeys are so, you know, funny, and also they are, you know, jumping around and eating mangoes, and, you know, in Sri Lanka there are so many mangoes. Right, Tyler? Yeah. So, if you, if you need mango, go to Sri Lanka. <laughs> And one of monkey, he was so funny. Always he is following others. What others do? This monkey is following that other monkeys. And there were two people. They were, two, uh, they were, uh, you know, tree cutters. They are cutting trees and making, uh, timber. Okay? And uh, they started their job. You know, they got a, a wooden block and they are starting to, uh, what's the word, sewing, right? Sewing. 
these two people are sewing a you know um, wooden block now they are half done that wooden block then they got a rest they had to get a lunch they went away and they before they went away they put a very small wedge between that two pieces of uh, you know wooden okay now you can imagine that two pieces like that they put a wedge between the two pieces now this monk is so you know curious about this little wedge <laughs> and he came and sit on the wooden piece and put his tail between the two uh, uh two pieces of you know wood wood wooden and then he tried to get that wedge out he was shaking and he tried to get that wedge out but in this story it is not tail something different <laughs> he's you know male 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 one okay i i you know i modify this story <laughs> okay and he try, he put his tail between the two pieces and he tried to get that wedge out he tried 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 many many times finally he made it <laughs> he got that wedge out then what happened two pieces close monkey died <laughs> now think about how strong this desire he attached that wedge he thought i need this wedge it is so beautiful and he try 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 he took it out finally he killed his himself so so many us sometimes we are not looking ourselves sometimes we are putting our tail <laughs> between some situation try to <laughs> put the wedge out then we are in trouble right and this attachment and craving is so strong sometimes you are attaching your past memories future plans then you are making your miserable miserable time you are the owner nobody else right before you do something like that you have to make sure your tail is okay <laughs> okay and this is the you know very simple example i can give about you know desire okay first one desire then we have some wood in our mind then we are crying we have some um hard time uh, with our family with our uh, life so so first of all please take care your tail before you take you know take out that wedge okay second one is <coughs> desire second one is ill will in pali we call vyapada and buddha gave very simple example for the desire buddha said okay just imagine bowl of water okay bowl of water now you are color that bowl of water with turmeric okay you are coloring that water can you see your face in into that bowl of water you can't many many years ago people didn't have you know mirror right they are looking themselves right buddha said just imagine a bowl of water which color with turmeric and colors then you are trying to see your face very clearly can't because of what it is already color with turmeric you know sometimes we are coloring our mind thinking about something we love we need we want right and uh, if you really want to see your face you need to have very clear water right okay second one ill will ill will like now you just imagine that bottle of water bowl of water you are you know uh put that bowl of water on your stove in the kitchen then you heat it on after a while what happen it is 
boiling, spoiling, bubbling, right? Then you try to see your face into that bowl of water. Can you see your face? Why is that? It is spoiling, boiling, right? You know, sometimes we are like that. We are getting angry with our people, you know, our thoughts, then we are spoiling, boiling in our mind. Then we can see, we can't see our inner peace, inner world, right? So, some people say, I love my anger because of I can... <laughs> it is not at all. You know, anger is so weird. Now think about the world. People are fighting each other because of what? They, are, they have that ill will. Right? Hatred. Right? Sometimes people want to show just their self like... I'm the, I have some power. So, it will always make him wound in our mind. Right? Now just imagine yourself how many times you're getting angry with yourself or somebody else. At that time you just feel happy? Awesome? No, right? Your face getting red. <laughs> you know? You can't control yourself. Sometimes you are telling bad words, some, you know, like a coconut donkey. <laughs> right? And you cannot, you, you cannot say, you know, I feel good when I'm getting it. When you put that bowl of water on your store, it's getting warm, bubbling up. Then you cannot see your face into your bowl of water. It means you need to calm down yourself before you tell something to others or before you face that situation, calm down yourself, then you can organize, you can, you know, uh, handle that situation very nicely. Okay, that is the second one. It is so horrible, you know, thought that we all have. Third one is <coughs> restlessness. Restlessness. And, uh, no, third one is sloth and topper. We call uh, Kama Chanda, Thina uh, Middha. Thina Middha means sloth and topper. There, is, there are two words, sloth, topper. Why Buddha use two words for that? Another way he said, this is kind of drowsiness, sleepiness, okay? But, Buddha used two words for the drowsiness because of sometimes our mind is getting sleepy, drowsy. Right? Sometimes our body is getting drowsy. Mind is okay. Sometimes your body needs some, you know, rest. Your mind is okay. Sometimes your body is okay but not mind. Your mind say, okay body, I am so tired, I want to get some rest. These, these are, you know, close pe uh, friends. To, uh, they are working together, body and mind. Before you come to this building for this session, your mind said, today I want to practice meditation. Okay, go and practice. If your mind said, ah, oh, today is so cold, windy outside, I don't want to go to Sempo, then your body, what to do? Okay, you can stay home. <laughs> they are work together. That's why Buddha used the two words for the drowsiness, sloth and topper. You know, sometimes we are misunderstanding about our practice. While we are practicing meditation, we are getting sleepy, right? Then we are thinking, oh, I got my first benefit of loving-kindness. It, it is, we call, Sukhan Supati, you can sleep well. <laughs> okay? You know, so many people have that. You know, I, I, I thought same way, same way when I got the, you know, that feelings. So, that is, we call drowsiness, sleepiness. And Buddha gave very simple exercises for the drowsiness, sleep, sleepiness. This is not, uh, only for the, this is not only for the meditation and practitioner. Buddha said, those exercises can practice, you know, other people, like students, when they are 
doing some study, they are, they are having some, uh, you know, drowsy feelings, sleepy feelings, then they can follow this uh, few steps, then they can stay awake. When you have drowsiness, first one, you have to change your position, your practice. That's the first, you know, technique. The second one, you have to warm up your cheeks like that. Okay? Then you can stay awake. Third one, rub your earlobes ear like that. Then you can stay awake. I'm going to fast. Okay? I, have, I don't have time. Okay. Fourth one, chant out loud or singing out loud. Then you can stay awake. Okay? Fifth one, just imagine very bright light. Then you can stay awake. Sixth one, go and wash your face. <laughs> okay? Seven, and do some walking meditation. Those are the steps Buddha told to us. When you have drowsiness, you feel you are sleepy. You can follow that technique, then you can stay awake. Okay? Then Buddha said, just imagine them wo that bowl of water. Now you are putting, um, putting it some, uh, putting it somewhere else. You know, you can see some, you know, old well. It is covered with, you know, uh, slummy moss, algae's, top of the water, right? And can you see your, uh, face on that wall, well, you can't because of some some uh, some moles or algaes. You know, sometimes our mind is covered by sloth and topper. We cannot see our mind. One day, Buddha went to a village with another two hundred monks. Between their journey, Buddha got thirsty. Buddha was a human being. Okay, Buddha got thirsty. Then he said to monks, Dear monks, I'm thirsty. I need some water. And then monks, you know, went different directions. You know, monks could find an uh, old well. So then they came to the Buddha and said, Buddha, we found an old well. So then Buddha said, Okay, let's go. They went to, the, went to that old well. And Buddha saw that, you know, algae is top of the water. Before he drinks some water, Buddha said, Okay, dear monks, just look at inside the well. Now, somebody wants to drink water. Exactly, I have to, I want to drink some water. So, what I have to do first, before I drink that water from this well? The monk said, First of all, you have to clean top of the well, top of the water, because algae is on the top of the water. So then Buddha said, that's it. No Buddha, then you can see bottom of the well too, right? Same. When you clean your mind, top of the mind, then you can see bottom of the mind too. Our mind is covered by sloth and topper, drowsiness, sleepiness. We are always postponing things to next week, next month, next, you know, next day. Because of what? Because of this sloth and topper. Okay, that's the third one. Fourth one is restlessness. Now just imagine that bowl of water. You are keeping that bowl of water outside. Then you want to see your face into that bowl of water. Can you see it? It is ruffling. That water is ruffling. Ruffling by wind. Can you see your face? No, you cannot see your face because water is ruffling. Right? You know, sometimes our mind is shaking. Shaking by our past memories. We cannot practice sometimes, you know, loving kindness because of fast memories. Sometimes people are crying during the practice time. They cannot think about their loved one. And, uh, you know, 
this restlessness always making some wound in our mind. Okay, then we are scratching that wound. Last one we call doubt, vichikicca. Doubt, we all have doubts about our practice, about our family, sometimes about our partner, right? <laughs> it is so strong thoughts that we all have. Sometimes we are thinking, some people come and say, Bhante, I saw a light. But that person, you know, practice loving-kindness. People are thinking, you know, seeing light or some getting feelings, it is kind of supernatural power. It is not. When you practice loving-kindness, you can see your love. You are experiencing your love. That is the benefit of loving-kindness. So some people have doubt, okay, do I practice meditation? Can I go to supernatural power? If they don't get that place, they have doubt. Oh, I'm, I'm in wrong path. I'm in wrong uh, side. So it is another huge thought that we, will, that we all have, always making wound in our mind. Buddha said, okay, now just get that bowl of water, keep it in somewhere dark. Yeah, keep that water bowl of water in the dark place. Then you're trying to see your face into it. Can you see your face? Because what? It is dark. You know, sometimes we have that dark mind. So we want to light it on. <laughs> right? Then we can see our thoughts very clearly. Those are the five things are making, you know, wounds in our mind. Then we are scratching. And we want, we need to understand the, uh, you know, nature of the mind. I mean, these thoughts. We call five hindrances. First one, karma chanda, drowsiness. And uh, second one, ill will. Third one, sloth and Fourth one, restlessness. Last one, doubt. And, uh, and I really want to ask you, before you attach something, put your tail out. <laughs> okay? And thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. <coughs> thank you, Bhante. Yeah, thank you. Good morning, everybody. <coughs> I, had, I had trouble keeping my composure while we were sitting back there because I witnessed two things happen. One is uh, Bhante reaffirmed the essential Buddhist truth that a five-point list automatically turns into another 70 lists. So he said he was going to talk about five things, and each one had a list of 30 inside the five. So this is your opportunity to take what you need right now and leave the rest. That was amazing. The other thing that really is so funny to me is we get questions all the time about where is Bhante Sujatha in the world? Where is he teaching? Who is he speaking with? And um, we've always struggled to like keep up on his calendar and like communicate with the Sangha about where he is. And I, I realized we have a foolproof trick now. The longer these monks' hair is and the bigger their beards are, the farther away from Woodstock Bhante is. <laughs> so he's in Sri Lanka right now, obviously. Um, <laughs> And then I also realized that uh, probably every three days I lie because Bonte calls and we talk about finances and what are we going to teach this month and what, what plumbing is backed up and what are we doing. And then inevitably he ends the call and how are the monks? And what he really means is are they behaving? And I always say yes. And yet this is part of that. So good job. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, Tomorrow's Easter, so uh, for those who celebrate in, in that way, uh, happy Easter, happy uh, all the things, happy spring. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh died this year, as many of us know, one of our great longtime teachers, and he wrote um, a, a book called Living Buddha, Living Christ, where he spent a, a great deal of time demonstrating the parallel teachings between uh, Buddha and Jesus. Uh, and so anybody who's ever uh, wrestling with um, what they might perceive as a conflict with that, that might be a great resource for you. If being in here with all the faiths isn't enough, that would be another great place to go. A few updates. Um, we have 
uh, kind of a, a, a twist on our Sri Lankan lunches today. We're doing uh, like sweet uh, pancakes and homemade uh, Tai Chi dal um, and some of those kinds of things. I think we also have some treats over there so in the gift shop. So if uh, anybody didn't order in advance and want some extra, we have some to order at the gift shop. Today at 4, uh, Bonte will be leading meditation at Peace Tree Yoga in Burlington, Wisconsin. So anybody who's in that area, 4 o'clock today at Peace Tree Yoga. Uh, we'll have meditation. There is Gangtopia tonight from 6.30 to 8. Tickets are 30 bucks. It can be purchased on Eventbrite or in the bookstore. And you can also use the QR codes that are on the bulletin boards if you want to just sign up that way. Uh, is Gus here? Where's Gus? You want to talk about your workshop coming up? Thank you very much. Uh, and speaking of fundraisers, so uh, we, uh, actually Jason, you were uh, here long, long, longer than 10 years ago, but we actually purchased this temple 10 years ago this May. Uh, and that was our first Wasaka Day as owners and stewards of this amazing building. And many of us remember the um, far less significant condition it was in when we got it than how it is now. So it's kind of fun to watch what the 10-year journey has been. But this Wasaka Day will be a nice 10-year celebration of us owning owning the building and creating this refuge for so many. Uh, and it's also the first in uh, live event we've had in a couple of years. So we're really looking forward to it. And we need some help as we prepare. So I know I, I see most of you have probably been in the past. Some of you are new. Um, and so Wasaka Day is the celebration uh, in Buddhist communities of the Buddha's birth, enlightenment, and death, and typically celebrated in the first full moon of May. Um, and if you've ever tried to run an organization, calendars don't work that way. So we pick a date and honor the full moon, whether it's here or not. Um, and so uh, this year, for Wasaka Day in May, uh, it is on May 14th. We're looking for a few things. Uh, we're going to start at 4. We have a really beautiful event lined. We have lots of visiting monastics, some great Dharma teachers that will be giving talks. We'll have uh, some theatrical events. As you all know, we have dragon dancers and some other really fun things. And then we do a... Uh, parade around the square, uh, which is really lovely. And so we need things like parade marshals, we need cleanup, we need setup, we need food prep, we need all those kinds of things. And so, uh, Tessa, we have sign up sheets on the table here. You want to just talk about what's there, tell people how to do it? Awesome. Thank you very much. And then we also have um, a booklet that we pass out at Wasaka Day every year. And then that booklet remains as one of our gifts to new people when they come every week, as well as it gets used in all of our other uh, sitting communities around the United States. And so uh, there's a lot of great articles in there, great wisdom teachings. We publish it once a year. And then we do also offer ad space for community members who have businesses that align with our mission. So, uh, you know, you can imagine lots of yoga ads in there and things like that. Uh, there is room for that, so get with Tessa if you want to talk about creating ad space in the Wasaka Day booklet. Uh, and I think that's it. Hmm. For the parade, so everyone, uh, if you like to hold a lovely lantern, um, 
Awesome. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the uh, those of you who were around last year remember that just about this time last year we lost Bonte's dad, and because of the pandemic we struggled to get him there in time, um, so he wasn't able to be at in Sri Lanka with his family for the the very beginning of the ceremonies that go on. Uh, bon, uh, Bonte's father's ceremonies are far more significant than than some that we might be familiar with because of Bonte's position. So there's a lot of uh, activities, festivities, and honorings, and so this he is in Sri Lanka right now celebrating the one-year anniversary of his dad's passing and doing the rituals that go along with that. So he was able to make it this year, so we're thrilled about that. If you want to shoot him a message on Messenger or text or however you might communicate, he would certainly love a little bit of love right now. Uh, and he's flying back just to be with us for Wasaka Day and then flying back to Sri Lanka again. So uh, that's, that's pretty big heartfelt dedication to this community, and so feel his love as he does that. Thanks, everybody. Have a great Saturday.